3: In this town, there is no off season. The news never stops, and neither do we. It's always game day in
2: Cleveland with Andy Baskin and Daryl Ryder. Oh, it's the aftermath of the Chargers. Yes, welcome to another edition of It's Always Game Day in Cleveland. You know him and love him. He is Daryl Ryder. They love you, Daryl. They love you. They absolutely love you.
0: <laughs> I, I just wish I had like more good things to say right now,
2: right? <laughs> I wish. I wish. We'll find some good things to say. And, of course, I'm Andy Baskin. Today's uh, program, podcast, whatever you want to call it, brought to you locally by Smiley One, heating, cooling, and plumbing. Bryant and Smiley One, the right choice for your comfort. Give me a little bit of the aftermath, Daryl. What was the feeling around Berea today? Uh, The day after a game, I think many, many think the Browns should have won. Uh,
0: I think that the smoke is still billowing from First Energy Stadium from that disaster. (laughs) Wait, we don't have a new Pope? I just want to make sure. No, no no new Pope. Uh, No, this was black smoke.
2: Oh okay not good. We don't
0: have one. <laughs> no, uh they're waiting for white smoke now in Carolina for the next 4 months.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's going to be really interesting. I never heard the uh, follow up today on uh on Baker and his health. Did you hear anything lately? Yeah, he's, out,
0: he's going to be out a couple of weeks. He's got a uh, high ankle sprain, so uh, unfortunate to, that the Browns' former quarterback is um, going to miss some time. And then, you know, who knows what his future holds, too. But um, the Browns have plenty of problems themselves that they have to ha- deal they with. They do, but you know what else
2: is interesting is that Steve Wilkes is now the head coach, or the interim head coach there, too. Yeah,
0: yeah and, and I did not like what the owner said. Uh, I didn't about hear it. What his he say? prospects of retaining the job beyond just being the interim guy, he said something to the effect—I'm paraphrasing—but it was to the effect that he has to do an exceptional job. Well, way to put a guy in an impossible situation, right? I, I almost kind of feel like—and um, they did make—and I'm not criticizing the Browns' decision there but it almost feels like the Greg Williams situation when he took over for Freddie kitchens, we all had an inkling that it was going to be just the final eight games of the season type of a ride. And then they would, you know, they would give him the quote token consideration for the job because, you know, at the time, Greg Williams was so heavily sought after you know, with all those jobs, he never even had to apply for, but, um yeah it's it's going to be interesting to see how things play out there down in Carolina and for once it's nice to be able to watch a dumpster fire burn from like 2000 miles away
2: <laughs> oh, Daryl, come on,
0: man. Can you really, really be that yeah,
2: excited about that? I, I You know, what, what's happening down it's there one is It's one of the joys
0: there. having covered dumpster fires for like 20 years when it comes to the Browns. It's now one of my joys because the national media would love to sit from the outside and laugh at the Browns dumpster fire burning. Right. And now, mm-hmm. so I get to enjoy that when I see it elsewhere. So, yes, honestly, Andy, yeah, I can enjoy it. And I will. Thank you very much. All right, so what are we right now
2: after after yesterday? Because I still – I walk out of yesterday's game saying there's talent here. Look at all the games they've lost by three, two, one points this season. And – point, I should say. And it's just like – it's it's frustrating because you know the team is there. You know the, table, the team. Even with Jacoby Brissett, and I know we're going to talk about him in a moment, has had the possibility to win all of these games, and they haven't. And I understand part of it's the NFL – and there's going to be parity, and you're going to lose a game you're not supposed to, and you're going to win a game you're not supposed to. But it's just so disheartening to watch a team that has this much talent not be able to execute for 60 minutes. If it was 57 minutes, we'd be undefeated and Super Bowl champions.
0: Yeah, well, it goes goes back to what we were talking about on our previous on our post game podcast and you know Jadavian Clowney talking about all that talent. It was interesting what Martin Emerson Jr had to say when he was kind of asked about some of these defensive breakdowns, this, this quote from him really was an eye opener for me, Andy.
3: It just come down to will and want to, honestly, you know, I mean, I feel like in no perfect call. I mean, everybody just, you know, do their job and then run the gaps and all 11 to the ball, you know, we should be fine, but we just gotta, you know, I feel like we gotta click the switch on defense, you know, we gotta play better as a whole. Yeah,
0: I mean if they don't find that switch on defense and like I'm I'm talking like by Sunday when the Patriots come to town with their third string quarterback, mm-hmm. it's going to be a long season. It, it doesn't even matter that Deshaun Watson's coming back and we'll get get to him later in this podcast, but just right. it, it won't matter. The season will be lost. It, it's already teetering and I I don't mean to be over dramatic, but I just think people need like this season's teetering on the the fence here. It, it's either going to fall off the cliff or it's going to get salvaged here, but they're in a very dangerous spot. And when I watch the way this defense is playing and I'm here and I'm really paying attention to what these guys are saying, when you're talking about having the talent, needing to look in the mirror and uh, it, you know MJ there with the, uh, uh, the will and want to like alarm bells are going off. For me, I I don't know about you, but for me. What was the
2: stat they had during the game yesterday that 23% of teams that start the season two and three make the playoffs, and it was like 60% of the teams that start three and two have a chance to make the playoffs. Yeah. So I I don't know. I'm not buying into that stuff. You know, look, if they – I am because
0: the the Browns are not built to come back. They're not built to come back on the scoreboard, and they're not built to come back in the standings, plain and simple. Like, this is what's frustrating. They have had, going into this tough stretch, Andy, First of all, they could have won. A, they could have stole the game, right? A lot of people. I did pick them to win. Uh, as I mentioned on the previous podcast, my anger with Cade York has more to do with I had the final score nailed and he screwed it up for me um, by missing the kick, killing me. And but in all seriousness, the I just I don't know that any of this stuff is fixable. I, I think it's – Kevin, it is,
2: listen, if you're losing by a field goal or less, it's it, it, you can't have stupid 15-yard penalties. You can't make a bad decision on on fourth and two to, to but are you run Nick Chabu six name yards. Me,
0: name me a team that all of a sudden in the middle of the season, Andy, goes from being undisciplined and not doing what they're supposed to do in the middle of a season, flip the switch, and all of a sudden they're disciplined, their attention to detail is on point, They're in their gaps, lanes, angles, whatever football. Teams that think their coach
2: is going to get fired. Eric Mangini is a great example of that, right? They came back and won four games at the end of the year because I think they thought Eric thought they they thought Eric was going to get fired and they played hard and that ended up saving Eric's job. But you're right. It's a rarity that that happens. Uh, But maybe if these guys think he's getting fired because they're not performing and they believe in him, then maybe that's a a jumping off point for this team. I, I, I don't know that that's the case, I do know that they're close. I, I mean, yeah. it's not. They have the talent.
0: This is not. But yeah, it, you got to put it together. Make it happen. Yeah. yeah, we're not lamenting that they're missing all these pieces to this this puzzle. That's why it's a win now mentality. And they should be winning in spite of the fact that they don't have their starting quarterback. But the biggest problem that they have is on the defensive side of the ball. And I asked Kev, Kevin Stefanski Monday afternoon, point blank, what on earth? Are you going to do as the head coach? Because you're an offensive guy, you're spending all your time setting up your play call sheet and getting ready for the offense, and you leave the defense to Joe Woods. Well, right now Joe Woods ain't getting it done, plain and simple. So, what are you as the head coach going to do
3: to get this defense on track? It is my responsibility to get this fixed. So, we'll spend some time talking about it and and put together a plan. And that's—I do know this. I've seen. These players and, and this scheme and these coaches, I've seen this group play winning football, winning defensive football, taking the football away, stopping the run, playing great on money down. So we got to go do it. It's very, very easy for me to say it and for us to say it. Uh, we got to go do it.
0: They have the ability. They're not doing it. That's the issue here, Andy. That That's but the uh, bottom line. Uh, here's lines, the other thing, too. I
2: don't think we, like yesterday? As bad as the defense was against the run, against a team that can't run, they still gave you a chance at the end of the game, and Mm -hmm. the team didn't execute at the end of the game. You got a minute and a half. You got a minute and a half. Just move the ball forward. That's three. I mean, this happens all the time. You're late in the game. You got a chance to move the ball forward, pick up some extra yards, make the field goal a little bit easier. And I don't know what's happening. Why are we? We are getting out coached there. That's straight out out coached all three times. What? I mean, you're putting your quarterback in a bad position, first of all. Yesterday, though, I, I will say on the drive previous to the last drive, that was on Jacoby, and I know we're going to talk more about that. Was just a bad decision, not good, not even close to a smart. That was just a bad decision. But and as mad as as you can be, I, I'm like, I'm not mad at the offense. I'm not. I, the defense did what they needed yesterday. I just this team is so frustrating. They are so frustrating.
0: It wasn't fatal though, for as bad as that decision was. And for as bad as the decision he made against the Falcons and against the jets, right? Like those were not fatal blows. That's the point. Like <laughs>
2: the interceptions oh, were it, fatal. Is that what you're saying? No, or you're saying it
0: weren't because they guess were what? The defense. No, I disagree defense, with you. On this no, side. the defense got off the field and put the ball in the offense's hand at the 45 yard line. And all the offense could do was get 10 freaking yards. That wasn't a fit. So it, yeah, that's fatal. No, the I mean, interception it, it, was bad, but it wasn't, it didn't kill him. What killed them was the Darryl, fact.
2: All that three he, of those interceptions this year have been fatal. I mean, I, I maybe we just have a different perspective on what the I word think we fatal have a is. different
0: Definition of fatal.
2: Okay. Th- and that's fine. I, I just think they, they're game killers. Is that better? I don't know if that's any different than fatal, but they're game killers, Daryl. I mean, and I'm not like, I'm not mad at Jacoby Brissett because my expectations for Jacoby Brissett Or what he gives us for the first 57 minutes of the game. He's awesome for 57 minutes of the game. Where are his three interceptions in the final three? I'm not mad at Jacoby. I think Jacoby's a very good quarterback. I think that this team, like you're saying, I think we're on the same page, is putting him in a really crappy position at the end of the game to make a play that he's maybe not built
0: for. Fair? That's 100% fair. Okay. On the money. still friends? Hit the nail on the head. Well, I I didn't know that we weren't friends.
2: Oh, I thought we were. We were. I thought you were going Phelpsing on me for a second.
0: Oh no 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 no! I I I I I'm getting close to grumpy old middle aged man, but I'm not completely there yet.
2: We just got to shave a little more of your hair off. Hey, let's talk a little bit more about Jacoby Brissett. Let's do this in a second. We'll also hear more from Kevin Stefanski as well. It's always game day in Cleveland. If you like what you're listening to, subscribe to the podcast. We're back right after this. And we hope you enjoy all of our sponsors and and hang out with them. Whatever they need you to do, hang out with our sponsors because we love our sponsors. Don't we, Daryl? We do. They're good people. That's all I can say. And you know who we really like? Our local sponsor as well. That's Smiley One. Heating, cooling, and plumbing. Bryant and Smiley One, the right choice for your comfort. Of course, you're listening to It's Always Game Day in Cleveland. Not any other poser city. Cleveland. Always Game Day in Cleveland. Don't forget it. The original. We're like you know, steak and hoagie, same thing. The original, that's what we are. Thank you for being with us since the beginning. And if you like what you're listening to, subscribe to the podcast. We'll
0: beg for subscribers, right? We're not above that, are we? I will always cherish the two weeks that we were unique. <laughs> <laughs> Before they we, farmed want, Should we throw them under cause... the bus or no? Huh? Can we? Throw, we
2: want to throw someone under the bus? No, or? it's all right. Oh, you want to drive in Kevin's the fancy car that doesn't have
0: reverse, so we can't back it up over <laughs> I'm them. Gonna, I'm just gonna say, I'm just gonna enjoy the. I just enjoy the two the two weeks that I thought we were gonna be unique. That's all. It was fun. It was fun.
2: Ah, all good things must come to an end, good, don't they? Good times. Speaking of coming to an end, Jacoby uh, Brissett's reign as quarterback is uh, ticking away. Once we hit week 13, we will probably see. And I can't imagine we won't see another quarterback, but Sean Watson. Should be taking over against Houston, which, by the way, did you hear this story?
0: Well, I they're don't know. Doing a, they're doing a
2: jersey exchange in Houston. Did you hear this? Uh,
0: yeah. And did you see the graphic that they used?
2: No, I did not see the graphic. Oh, I just heard the story. And they're yeah. selling uh, jerseys that if you want to exchange for a new one at 44% off.
0: So here's what they did on the four experience. being
2: the optimal number there. Yes. Go right
0: ahead. on their social media promos for this mm-hmm. sale. Uh, the 44% off the, there's a big four and then there's a smaller four with a percentage sign. Number one, number two, the Jersey that they used is a number four alluding to, of course, the fact that Deshaun Watson wore number four with the, and that might be the most popular Jersey
2: out there for them to get back. Right.
0: But here's the kicker. Yes, exchange your jerseys. Get, you do know, get forty-four. They're still going to make a hundred damn dollars on the new jerseys that they're about to sell. The whole Wait, thing how? is about selling. Well, because oh. the, 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 it's a discount. You're not just you're not just swapping out your jerseys. You're trading in your jersey for the four forty-four. It, your your number four Deshaun Watson Houston Texans jersey is like your forty-four percent off coupon towards a new jersey. So you know who
2: the original guy that did that stuff was, right? Art do you no, it wasn't Odell. It was Dan Gilbert. Remember when oh and I, I, I'm trying to remember how much the price was. They dropped the price of a LeBron jersey to so I think 1741. It was
0: $17.41. All oh, for the Benedict Arnold thing. That was
2: the year Benedict Arnold was born. I can't remember if it was the year he was born. It had something to do with Benedict Arnold.
0: Uh between the Comic Sans and that promotion, <laughs> Dan Gilbert won the Petty Award of the Year. I don't know this one feels pretty petty for Houston, doesn't it? Oh, this one's really really good. Uh, yeah. mark your calendars for December 4. <laughs> Going to be a lot of fun in Houston. At, uh, I find whatever it whatever It's that also on the 4th.
2: It's the 4th of December.
0: Hey, maybe they'll give 4% off their tickets or something. I don't know.
2: <laughs> Cuz uh, I, I can't imagine
0: that people were, like racing to buy Houston Texan tickets down there with the current state of that uh, Speaking
2: of number four, he was back in the building. Um, We'll talk about that in a second. Jacoby Brissett is, like I said before, for 57 minutes in any given game, I love the guy. He is doing exactly what you want him to do. Other than the fact that they can't seal the deal on that. you know. By the way, thank you for asking that question in the press conference today about establishing and getting that fourth quarter drive in where they've come up short so many times this season. I was just like, th- 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 what they're doing is they're setting up the prelude to fail. If, if there was a like maybe we <laughs> get the
0: prelude to failure.
2: <laughs> yeah, maybe we can get the Cleveland Orchestra to come up with something with that. Prelude to failure, because that's what's happened in all five games on these drives.
0: And then we can get Mike Polk Jr. just to
2: scream throughout:
0: you are a factory of sadness. See you Sunday.
2: <laughs> that was my favorite. I-, I got a bunch of like texts and stuff over the last 24 hours, just like I hate this team, they make me crazy. I can't stand them. Oh, the I can't F-bomb do this anymore. Next week happen. I'm gonna do this yeah. until the game starts. Then I'm gonna sit down and watch it.
0: Y- everybody y- does. Y- you know, man. you know Ricky Ona, right? Uh random acts of kindness, Ricky Ona.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah. Great he, guy, super he, guy. Awesome,
0: super. awesome dude, right? Yep. So he's shooting a video of Jimmy Haslam and Andrew Berry watching the final kick. And he thought the kick was good. <laughs> and he yelled something. And it turned out he probably should. And so he made a joke on Twitter about, uh, I thought he made the field goal. That's why I yelled that.
2: Did he, was he was he doing it
0: live? Uh, I don't think it was live. Oh, okay, but, I good. mean, but it was during, it was as the, I mean, he filmed the video, like as he, he was trying to capture the game winning. I love that game. guy, man. I saw him. He's at, such uh, an awesome dude. He's, he does so much great community work and activism, not only locally, but like nationwide. He goes around the country. And does so many great things. But it just, it was funny uh, to see that on Twitter today as I was kind of just for fun. I need, uh, you know, to, you know, because you know, Browns fans need talk off the ledge on a weekly basis. And yeah. understandably so, because their team puts them on the ledge.
2: So let me but, give you a Ricky. Let me, let me just give you one. You know how we do at the end of our show, Why Are You Smarter? You cannot walk away from a conversation with Ricky without saying, I'm smarter for that conversation. 100%. I mean, I, 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 there are very few people on this earth that I can walk away every time going, I damn it. I'm smarter for listening to this guy. I mean, he just brings up points of view that maybe you've never thought about before. Yep. And then all of a sudden you're like, man, this random acts of kindness guy really gets it. He and he's real. I, 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 that guy's phenomenal. A, I ran into him at a taco eating contest.
0: He's funny. He's just an all around great guy, but, um, yeah, right, mean, Let's get back to Jacoby you, here before we get Yeah, you bring up, up these fourth quarter situations, and that yeah. is something that Kevin Stefanski was asked to address today.
3: You know, I have a lot of faith in Jacoby. I think he's, he's playing well, and that was a bad play. He knows that. He's beating himself up about that, but he, he's making some big plays in these games, uh, both with his arm, with his feet, to give ourselves a chance to go score points or whatever it is. So I, I think he'll be in those moments again. Might be this week, might be the following week, and, and I expect him to come through. So – Kevin Stefanski's right.
2: And I hate to say this, but there is progress there. If you look at these drives that are all seven thirty or they start at nine thirty or six minutes or something like that, the drives in the previous games were no more than seven plays. And and what they were right. able to do, they went seventy one yards on what, twelve plays in that drive. Mm-hmm. And all he had to do was live to see another day. It's all yeah. he had to do.
0: The, the Browns are scoring more than their opponents this year. And, I think and that's they're what,
2: fifth or sixth in the league in fourth quarter points, too, which blows me away. Yeah. With um, seven. There's only a couple teams that are averaging more
0: than seven. Listen, maybe I, I've five. Co- I've covered Browns teams where they've struggled to average 19 points per game. Okay. So I I know the the challenge there. They're averaging over 26 points a game right now. That's with their backup quarterback. Right. So for yes, absolutely. Look, I'm not going to argue the mistakes have been pretty costly, but this offense and Jacoby Brissett is not the problem. It's 100% the defense. Now – Yeah,
2: it's the timing of their mistakes. I think that's more of the the bigger issue. It's the timing of their mistakes.
0: So, you know, what could have been different or, you know, whatever? I mean, Brissett's a veteran. He's been around, and he's a week-to-week guy. He knows his role here. It's not a secret, but Stevansky did address how Brissett has been responding uh, to these, in your view, fatal mistakes, in my view, uh, near Almost fatal? fatal almost fatal. At least send you to the emer- I will grant you they at least send you to the emergency room. Fair enough. Fair? We we can agree on okay. that, my friend. We will yeah. compromise on that. Here here's coach.
3: Yeah, I mean, that's playing quarterback in the National Football League. You're going to have some tough moments. That's a hard gig.
0: Man. By the way, I love the clichés. I Kevin Stefanski, you know, we may do a Kevin Stefanski cliché. Uh I have an idea. I'll tell point. you in a second.
2: All I right. Have an idea. But Go we'll ahead.
0: we'll save it for Podcast planning—we won't share it with our audience because we want to surprise you. No, guys. no,
2: no. This is—I'll share with the audience. I don't care. Uh, this is my here, here,
0: I'll really here's my idea. Here, here's rest of Kevin in the cliche machine. And uh
3: you know, he made some really, really great plays for us yesterday. He's made great plays. There's gonna be plays that you want back, and and he's hard on himself, but he needs to, and we need to turn the page and start pouring everything you got uh, into this next week, and that's what I expect him to do.
0: Oh, Kev, we have PhDs in turning the bleeping page we've been turning the page for a quarter century my man
2: (laughs) i'm gonna give my idea to somebody because i guarantee we don't put this together here's what i really want to do chug
0: a beer drink a shot take a sledgehammer and here's what i want if there's some
2: young go-getter college kid that wants to edit this together let me see if they do this ready i want someone to take all the questions that are asked in a browns press conference to Kevin Stefanski and insert Ryan day answering the question, or I want it the other way around. I want all the Browns questions wait a second, to be answered. Yeah, that's so both ways. So you take the, the Buckeye media and then have Stefanski answer the way he would on the question and then take the Browns media and ask Ryan day. And you tell me where you're smarter. <laughs> I'm telling you, we would be, you, Daryl, you would put 15 years back on your life. If you listen to Ryan day, 15 years
0: well see you made a wise it's a little
2: easier year. when you're winning and I get that and I understand that but even the nitpicking stuff with Ohio State Ryan Day gives you some sort of answer
0: yeah and even um, without
2: degrading his players he like I I, I I listen to every one of these press conferences and I'm like wow he really educated us there on what's going on without throwing his guys under the bus but letting you know he sees the game the way you do I, I don't know that Kevin sees the game we do. I, there are times I think Kevin sees it through the analytical eyes, and I get worried about that because there's got to be a gut feeling on some of these things. And it's just I, – I, I'm not against analytics. I'm all for it. But when you're running and you're running hard and it's working, don't back off. I don't care what the numbers tell you. There's, there's ebb and flow to the game, and there's no stat on that. 100%.
0: And my thing, too, is is you educate the people covering your team without being a jerk about true. it, too. You know what I mean? Like, Because we don't know the coverages and the assignments and stuff like that. We know what we see with our own two eyes and observe with our own two eyes. And when dudes are missing tackles and running backs are running free into the open spaces and wide receivers are wide open and stuff like, yeah, like, yeah. Believe it or not, fans actually want to know what the bleep is going on. And, you know, Kevin said today it's his responsibility to fix it. We'll see if he does his job and fixes it. Right?
2: Yeah, that's a death nail, though, for a head coach. And I'm not death nails pretty uh, over the top. But I I do think if I I,
0: if if this season go continues the way it's going right now, he's not going to be back for a year four. I don't see him coming back. Well,
2: you can't say, I've got to fix it. It's on me too many times because at some point, the owner goes, well, he's got to fix it.
0: You're throwing yourself on on the bus. Yeah. At some point, you need to throw somebody else under the bus. At some point, you need a sacrificial lamb. So, Kevin, you know what I
2: would rather see than someone getting thrown under the bus? I'd like to see these guys execute on the field, so we don't. Well, have to Yeah, talk I mean, about
0: I'm it. just saying. I, I see you got to understand. Like I, I, I've covered this team long enough. I'm anticipating they're not going to fix any of this stuff. They're going to tell us every week how they're fixing it, or they're going to fix it, but they're just not going to fix it. So, my yeah. advice to Kevin Stefanski is find your scapegoat, and start working on that, because <laughs> you're going to need one. Well, it's, it's
2: easy. I mean, all he's got to do... I mean, he's got one that's super easy that he doesn't have to fire anybody over. Joe Woods. Say it again. Joe Woods. He doesn't the have cleaner, to do that.
0: Daryl, you can whisper all you
2: want. He doesn't have to fire Joe Woods.
0: Well, not he, now. You know what he could do? In January, he does. Let Van Pelt call the plays. The play calling isn't the issue. Let Van Pelt
2: call the plays. You want to know why I say that? Because it doesn't matter.
0: I know. It, it, yeah, it's, it's, it, not, it's all
2: semantics. I know, hey, we decided we're going to make a major change here. I need to step over and take more, more of an active role in the defense. Yeah. I see what's going on here. Joe's doing the best job he can, and I want to step over and try to help him out a little. Boom, end of story. Not only do you keep the offense you already have, because you know that's not going to change. Nope. Now you've got an ability to go over and watch over your defense because when this ship goes down, They're throwing the captain off off, off to the Sharks. 100%. So you might as well jump over to the defense and try to help out the defense before you see that iceberg. 100%. I cliche that to death. Oh, that was
0: good. You Stefanski that like no one's business. And by the way, I always feel like I have to throw the disclaimer out there. I am not advocating that Kevin Stefanski be fired.
2: I'm not, I'm not, I don't really want to fire anybody. I don't. I just want something. I just want to I
0: I just I just want to throw that out there. I am not team fire Kevin. I know that there's a segment of of the fan base that it's starting to it's start the the Bunsen burner is on, right? As far as the fan base is concerned. I'm not. I'm with you. I'd love to see them get this stuff squared away. Get it figured out. out. Figure it out. But Daryl, let's
2: do this. Let's take another time. Let's take another time out because I'm to have too many iceberg references going on right now. I'm I suddenly want a salad. It's weird. Weird. Is All it, right, it's always game day
0: orchestra playing while the water oh. is uh, on the way.
2: In. Prelude to disaster. What did I say? Prelude to a fourth quarter meltdown. What was it? I can't remember.
0: Can somebody call the orchestra
2: out. and get this thing figured out? It's always game day in Cleveland. We've got more after this. Deshaun's back in the building. It's always game day in Cleveland. Glad you're with us again as we uh, give you our Tuesday morning drop. We're glad you're with us. Thanks for starting your day with us or your midday or your night. Or if we're putting you to sleep, then I feel sorry for you. Because this has been some great stuff today. I don't think we put anybody to sleep today. I don't feel it. And and that's
0: okay. uh, As long as you've downloaded the podcast and told us how great we are.
2: Hold your jokes to yourself. I I know that. I I smell the jokes of people who are listening right now. Stop it. I hear you. So, Daryl. Uh, let's talk a little bit about Deshaun Watson back in the building. I found it very interesting that Kevin Stefanski said he wasn't sure what he can do and not do that
0: to me was mind blowing that he said, did you happen to catch that little line? I, I did, but he, he knows. And I don't think that he wants to talk in great length about Deshaun Watson right now, because later in the press conference, he got asked another Deshaun question and he was like, this is about to be, but the real issue is we got to get ready for this upcoming game. And this, so this, he doesn't
2: want to change the focus. That's what this right. is. This is just like Jacoby not wanting to talk about. Um, it wasn't the interception; it was the fourth and one play. He didn't want to talk was the about. It. And He's like one
0: play. He didn't want to throw the coach under the bus. Is he? Yeah. As he was standing there with his hands on his hips, like what I'm the not hell trying to call mean? Anthony
2: to out, but Anthony was killing him on that this morning. weren't you on with him when he did that, or were you close yeah. to? I. I, I, Anthony was just like, you know, I can't believe he can't remember that stuff. I'm like, Anthony, dude, it's, he remembers. It's there's it's, no yeah. way he doesn't. He's remember.
0: not trying to start a public, you know what contest with his head coach. That's yeah.
2: I mean, is. exactly. If we were looking at Webster's, I would say selective C. memory, see Baker Mayfield last year, right? Yeah,
0: selective memory, a hundred percent, selective memory. Don't ruffle any type of feathers. But here's what Kevin Stefanski had to say about Deshaun Watson back in the building, attending meetings, lifting weights, visiting the cafeteria, visiting the uh, uh, training staff. And I guess that's pretty much like all he's able to do. But uh, uh, here's coach.
3: Just saw Deshaun uh, this morning for the first time. So, Uh, We'll work through what we're allowed to do with him for the foreseeable future, which I believe is he's in the meeting rooms with our guys. And and he's in there now uh, with the guys, which is is great for him and us to have him back uh, with his teammates. Uh, And then I know he can't be out on the field and and working out just yet with the guys. So we'll just uh, take that one day by day.
0: Uh, November 14th, by the way, circle that on your calendar. We can have national Deshaun Watson is allowed to practice day. And then December four, we can have National Deshaun Watson's allowed to play football again day.
2: Oh, good! I didn't realize that was uh, is that in Congress or not?
0: And hmm? uh, also, don't forget, you can get forty four percent off if you trade in your Deshaun Watson Houston Texans jersey. There, uh, Texans will be glad to take another hundred dollars out of your pocket for a new uh, jersey of your choice. That's so sweet. They're such good
2: people. Only a hundred dollars. Would you rather get it's an NFL jersey dude, or park at this, though? cuz you know they've a boatload park, of jerseys. Sorry. Park for a Guardians game. $100 to park for a Guardians game or for a new jersey.
0: Is there a third option on this uh, menu? Um
2: yeah, you could get three well you could have had three tickets, three standing room tickets. Is that right? Yeah, three standing room tickets. No. Almost three standing room tickets for the guardians during the wild card series. I got a feeling this weekend's going to be packed anyway for Yankees. I hope they win, man. Do I hope they win? I just hope okay.
0: that like it's not packed because everybody came in from New York.
2: Well, uh, we'll see what happens. What about, um, by the way, let's, let's bring this up for a second. Cause we didn't get a chance. Um, what did you think of the guardians at the Browns game? We didn't talk about this. yesterday. Uh, I thought
0: it was great. Uh, I'm glad no one heard anything smashing the guitar. That's good.
2: Did he say uh, something?
0: No, I'm making oh, you, a joke. Oh, you got me
2: worried he. there for a second.
0: No, they, Oh, nobody heard. Did you not see the Guardians? No, I thought you said guitar? heard.
2: I thought they said, I thought he heard something. Heard no, no, something. no.
0: I'm glad no one got hurt smashing the guitar.
2: Hurt, yes. Yeah, that's a good point.
0: I, I don't know that I'm down with the smashing the guitar thing now. I think it was cool. You know what? I'm going to give the Cleveland Browns some credit. They're trying to make losing entertaining for their fans. Like, we ain't going to win, so all the other crap in the stadium, it'll at least be fun.
2: All right, I'm right? yeah. I just thought it was great that the that the guys got like McKenzie, when those guys came out. It was McKenzie and Gonzalez. I right just, that hope, the, I just hope. I just. I was behind them. My only the concern
0: is that the brown stench of losing rubs off on the Cavs and the Guardians now that they've been in that building.
2: They do have showers, you know.
0: It is the factory of sadness. Thank you, Mike Polk. I'm just saying, like, right? I yeah. I think that's a legit concern.
2: The anthem singer was pretty good yesterday. I heard that. I was there for that. Anyway, um, <laughs> they made a trade. They made a trade. Daryl, break down the trade. So you get an all-pro, which really, really excites me if you're all done right.
0: laughing. Let me, can I pause on the all-pro thing? He was an all-pro in 2017. Okay, well,
2: he was an all-pro in 2017. The problem is he's That a was like broken. a generation
0: ago. I just want to he's point little, that out.
2: He's a little broken right now, isn't he?
0: Yeah, shoulder he's a Shoulder injury. They'll get him in on Tuesday, see what he looks like and feels like and all that kind of stuff. But uh basically what it is is they swap 2024 20 sixth and seventh round picks with the Falcons for uh linebacker Deion Jones. That's what they get. Um Browns send a uh a sixth round pick and they get a seventh round. It's Deion Jones and a seven for the Browns six.
2: Yeah. Seven Swicks, seven. Six it is a seven-six
0: switch in so, twenty twenty-four. Uh, so basically, I don't know that much
2: nothing. about him, uh, Daryl. I, I mean, I, I'm sorry, I really wasn't following the Falcons in seventeen. I don't know that it was <laughs> any desire for. Uh, him,
0: but... They they did a lot better than the Browns did in twenty seventeen. Yeah, that's true. I was the, of the NFL. <laughs> I'm sorry, but did he have issues in in Atlanta? Hurt and making a lot of money. That's not a good combination. And he had just restructured his contract in September too, because he's like he was the Falcons' highest-paid player, so they're taking a a a pretty sizable uh, salary cap hit. But oh, they're paying
2: um, us to have have him play here. Okay, I get it. Like, right? So,
0: yeah, I think the Browns are only going to like end up paying him like a million five and change, around something like that. Wait a minute,
2: does that equal out to Baker Mayfield's contract deal? uh, I'm looking at the scales uh, of justice, the
0: scales of cash. And um, so, and he's been a fairly consistent player uh, for the Falcons as far as durability goes. In 2018, he got hurt and only played six games, but his rookie year in 16 started 13 of the 15. 2017, when he made the Pro Bowl, started all 16 games. 2019, 20, and 21 started all 16 games uh, for um, the Falcons. He's got five career interception returns for a touchdown, he is a ball hawk as far as breaking up passes. Um, each of the, the, the 44 passes broken up, batted passes uh, for his career, four forced fumbles. Um, had four and a half sacks in 2020 for the Falcons. Um, I don't remember many Browns linebackers that are sack machines. Um, and then the other, see, I. I look at tackle for losses more than, you know, they, they'll put a guy's tackle tackle count, right. Combined right. tackles or, you know, with his assists and solos and all that kind of stuff. Right. To me, tackle for loss is more important than just tackles. Cause Okay, I, I, and he's got 40 of those for his career. That that's a pretty good number um, for six seasons. That that's pretty good. And the last three years, Andy, 2019 yep. to 2021, He's had eight or nine tackles for loss, so those. So he's making and has the ability to make some some pretty good impact plays. Uh, quarterback hits too; those are important and getting to the quarterback. Had ten of those in twenty, so
3: hmm.
0: you know, good player. Like this as long is as he's healthy, I'm deal. good with
2: it. I just is he healthy? That's a question. Yeah,
0: and I just I don't know why there was like a segment of Browns fans that were like so upset Sunday night uh, about this, like.
2: Why would you? Yeah, be Andrew Barry like watched that
0: game like everyone and was like, uh, "Yeah, this de- the middle of this defense is horrible without Anthony Walker in it. I need to get, go out and get some help." And he gave up nothing to get said help. And you know we're gonna find out this week how healthy it- and look if he's not ready this week, he'll be hopefully ready for for next week. But he's a player that can come in here, Andy, and help. Hey, 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 I'm gonna him give him the
2: playbook. Center. Ready? I'm gonna give him playbook. See that guy over there with the ball? Tackle.
0: Pretty much. What do, you think of that?
2: what do you think about that? That's analytics you know, at its best.
0: Uh, the the only thing you have to be concerned about is the state of his shoulder.
2: Right. No, I agree. I'm That's just it. curious about his shoulder. That's
0: stuff. the only thing you're worried. Like, are you, are you healthy? Where are you at in your rehab? Whatever. And then once you get past that, like, you're 100% right. Dude, go out and play. Like, here's our scheme. This is what we try to do. But, yeah, just go out and play. But, Bottom line, uh, Sione Takitaki and Jacob Phillips not cutting it as far as the run defense goes.
2: No. Daryl? I would
0: also petition that Andrew Berry look for some defensive tackle help, too, that way.
2: Yeah, that's uh, pretty much been a staple since the end of last season, hasn't it? Yep. Just saying. Just saying. Um, Any other final thoughts, or do we need to hear anything else before we say see you later?
0: I think we've depressed everyone sufficiently. Quite oh, frankly, good job,
2: good job out of you. Appreciate that. Oh, uh, that's copyright. I can't say that. Sorry. Good, good, good job out of you to do. Okay, now it's better. Daryl, it's always a pleasure. It's not only. It's always game day in Cleveland. It's always a pleasure to podcast with Daryl. Daryl, thank you so much. I appreciate you. I don't know if you know that or not. Even though we fought a little on this one, we didn't. That was a fight. No, we've never really had a fight. I mean, we've been actually we've been doing stuff together since uh oh seven i think was the first time you came on the tv show is that right
0: like i seven yeah, yeah it was oh
2: six right. yeah oh seven oh seven was the first time that you came on the tv right. show and then you would hop on the news with me all the time hey i am such still, a pleasure listen,
0: i am still living off of those checks let me tell you
2: yes i know you are that cardboard box is uh looking fine man <laughs> fine That's it. Thank you, Meredith Kane. You're an amazing producer and thank you for helping us, especially when uh, we tell some behind the scenes stories about today's show. One day we will tell the story of the calamity (laughs) on my desk. We'll tell it some other time. Thanks for listening. It's always game day in Cleveland. Talk to you soon.